Welcome to the Power Podcast. The theme of the 2020 season is Power Perspective. I'm your host, Malia Warner, here to give you power to make positive change by seeing things in your life in a new way. This is episode 54, Do This One Thing Every Day. Hi friends, welcome. So glad you're here today. Guess what I ate for lunch? Brazilian cheese bread, of course, Pau de Queijo. This past week, I've received messages from people from all over telling me their stories about enjoying Brazilian cheese bread. I received a message from Marty from Mars, who has been enjoying Brazilian cheese bread for years now, and it just reinforced this question I have of, how long has the world been having this Brazilian cheese bread party without me? If you have no idea what I'm talking about, perhaps you aren't receiving my weekly email. Every Monday, I email out a message. I keep it short. Sometimes it's a summary of what's on the podcast, and sometimes it's something entirely different than what is on the podcast. But it's always a little story, a little thought, a brief nugget of inspiration. And in last Monday's email, I talked about how I went all of the way to Brazil and discovered that Brazilian cheese bread is gluten-free. And I thought I'd made this big discovery. And I come back to the United States of America and discover that everybody already knows about Brazilian cheese bread gluten-free. And I wonder, how had I been blind to that for so long? So if you aren't receiving my Monday message in your email and you have subscribed at my website, check your promotions inbox, check one of your other emails, or check your spam folder, and then just click on it and drag it back to your inbox or click not spam and you'll get those emails again delivered every Monday. I try to keep them short and inspirational. If you can't get to the full podcast right away, I like to think of them as a bite-sized nugget of perspective to help get your Monday started on the right foot or on the right side of your brain or the right frame of mind or whatever metaphor you want to use. And if you haven't subscribed, simply go to maliawarner.com and hit the subscribe button and you'll begin receiving my Monday message every week. Today's episode is do this one thing every day. Can you guess what it is? You might guess pray. Yes, that would be a great thing to do every day. That's not what we're going to talk about today. You might guess express gratitude in your morning thoughts. Way to go. That's what we talked about in episode 45. The morning is an important time of day. It is when we set our mood, we set our energy, we set our perspective for the day. The morning is where we calibrate our mindset. Think about what your morning is like. When your eyes first open, you lay there for a while, maybe hit snooze. When you get out of bed and put your feet on the floor, then what? What are your first motions of the day? What are your first actions of the day? Today, we're talking about that one thing you can do every day. And if you've been listening to this podcast any length of time, you know I like things that are simple, short, and make a big difference over the long term. So can you guess what it is? We are talking about stretching. These past few weeks, I have been going with my son to physical therapy. He is doing some concussion recovery therapy and he's old enough to drive, but when he goes through all of the therapy is a little woozy after, not so safe to be on the road. So I have been driving him and watching his therapy and it has reminded me of the power of simple stretching. His therapy is stretching and he's been given exercises to go home to do. And it really struck me, his first appointment, they gave him these exercises and said, don't do this more than 30 seconds. 
your first week, 30 seconds is your top. Don't do it longer than 30 seconds. And I thought, what can you really accomplish in 30 seconds? That's such a short amount of time. And it is amazing the correction and help and support we can give our body in something as brief as 30 seconds. His therapy is a lot of neck stretching, and we are going to talk about that more today. But think about when was your last stretch? When did you last stretch move your body? Stretching is natural. We instinctively are meant to stretch. You think about the Folgers coffee commercials, think about television shows, and they're always showing the people in the pajamas, you know, stretching and, and waking up. What do dogs and cats do the first thing when they get up from a nap? They stretch, they elongate their backs, they bend their knees, they stretch their necks, and they yawn, which a yawn is really a jaw stretch. Yet it seems our society has really gotten away from simple stretching. You know the old time TV shows, the old time movies, and you can picture those old fashioned calisthenics. You know what I'm talking about, those classic men and women wearing one piece rompers, doing basic toe touches, stretch your arm out like an airplane, cross the right arm, bend down, touch the left toe, back up, repeat with the left arm to the right toe, twist at the waist, you know, side to side, and then jumping jacks. These classic basic exercises seem almost comical in comparison to today's Nike and Gatorade commercials showing intense athletes doing the Armageddon Insanity workout with barrels of sweat dripping from steroid puffed muscles. It kind of makes me feel laughable at myself standing in front of my bedroom mirror in my pajamas trying to touch my toes. Does it seem like the extreme workout craze has created an all or nothing attitude in regard to exercise? I wonder if you have, like I have, picked up a couple of false beliefs about exercise. Since this year's theme is all about perspective, let's examine a couple of the false ideas that we have picked up regarding moving our body. False belief number one, We've adopted this image in our head that if we don't go to the gym and break a sweat, we might as well not do anything at all. Number two, we forget what exercise is all about. That exercise is about moving our body. And what is moving our body about? It's about feeling good. We falsely believe that exercise means If it doesn't make our muscles burn, if it isn't miserable and uncomfortable, then it's not worth doing. And number three, we have a false belief that being healthy is too unattainable. The bar is too high. That physical health is only for elite athletes because that Nike Gatorade image of the ripped athlete with the magazine cover body doesn't apply to me, then I believe that health doesn't apply to me. And I'm not seeing in society this image of what health looks like for me, my personal health. Now, if you are an elite athlete, if you are listening to this podcast while doing 25 burpees in a row, good for you. I hope you've taken time to stretch. Most of us will never have a six pack or a well-defined bicep, but we've gone to the other extreme thinking that because we aren't quote unquote athletic, that we shouldn't bother moving our body at all. 
Sports have become so competitive down to the preschool level that if we don't do competition sports, we practically become statues. Last year, I taught a healing for heart, mind, and body class focusing on healing from depression or really from any life trauma. And instead of setting it up classroom style with me at the front lecturing and the members sitting in the chair taking notes, I wanted it set up as a yoga class where we would learn a principle, do a stretch, learn another principle, change the stretch, have a discussion and hold a stretch. Mostly my goal was for the class attendees to feel the difference that comes from moving the body. I could feed all kinds of interesting facts and stories into their brains, but I knew that nothing would make more of a difference than getting them physically unstuck and moving. Our mental, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual states are all connected to our physical state. If the body isn't fluid, it's harder for the mind to be fluid. If blood isn't flowing, it's harder for inspiration to flow. No movement in the body means no movement in our emotions. If you feel down, dumpy, lethargic, depressed, in short, if you don't feel good, one of the best places to start is by feeling good in your body. And what feels good to the body? Not running a marathon. That is mental and physical endurance challenge of a different nature. What feels good to the body is stretching. Stand up, stretch, raise those arms, yawn, arch that back, reach for your elbow and pull and feel that yummy stretch in your arm. Do it to the other elbow, pull it in front of your body and feel that delicious stretch. Who listening has an exercise goal for the year or a goal to lose weight? I'm guessing it's a lofty goal. Now who listening has a plan to stretch? Do you stretch every morning, feet on the floor and stretch the body? Why not? Could it be perhaps that it seems too simple? that five minutes of stretching in a day couldn't possibly make a significant enough result to be worth worrying about? Or perhaps could it be that we've bought into another lie? I don't have time. What if you challenge that lie? What if you do have time? What if you give yourself permission to take the time? What could happen? How could your life begin to change little by little if you give yourself permission to take the time and be in your body for a moment? I spoke this past week to my college son and in their college, everyone has the same required English class. And depending on the teacher, the whole class writes on a different topic. And these topics are so random. When my daughter took the class, everyone wrote about monsters. When her roommates took the class, everyone wrote about the history of Polynesia or something very random like that. My son's class, everyone is writing about the body. Fascinating. And he told me as he's been thinking about this, he said, mom, I've always identified with my mind. I've always considered that it's my intellect, my ability to think, to do schoolwork, to problem solve that makes me who I am. 
But as he's been thinking about this topic, he's coming to appreciate, I have hands. Oh my goodness, look at everything that my hands do in the day. Because of my hands, I'm able to touch and feel things and connect with people and shake hands. With my arms, I give hugs. With my hands, I write. I'm able to type on the computer and get the ideas out of my head. In my Heart, Mind, and Body class, I have the members think about what are some of the favorite things that you love to do in your body? What are some of the life experiences that are your favorite that are possible because you exist in physical form? For me, it is being near a mountain stream, having my feet weighed on cool rocks in a river, being in the sunshine in a meadow, My favorite of all, holding a newborn, rocking a baby, holding them on my chest while they fall asleep and I can feel their little angel breath on that bare spot of my neck. Oh, my favorite. We experience life through our body. Yet so many of us are disconnected from our bodies. We do not think of our body. We, we aren't in our body and we rarely communicate to or express gratitude to our body. We are experiencing an epidemic of suicide around us. And what is fascinating is that when we went to Brazil, the business partners that we met with one night were talking about some of the challenges that they face in their country. And one of them was their high rate of suicide, particularly in their youth. And we said, we experience this in the United States of America as well. It is an epidemic of people not staying in their body. Have you ever thought about that your relationship with your body is your closest relationship? You are closer to your body than you are to your spouse, to your mother, to your children, to your best friend. Your relationship with your body is your closest, most intimate relationship. And I want to propose here that if you would like to experience a miraculous shift in your life, change your relationship with your body. Change your thoughts about your body. Change how you think about your body and you will change your life for the better. And it has nothing to do with what kind of body you have, what size, shape, gender, condition, does not matter. You change your relationship with your body and you change your life for the better. And my friends, it is simple change that makes a big difference over time. Maybe you're thinking, What would I even do? It's been 30 years since seventh grade PE class. I don't even remember how to stretch. For the rest of the podcast, I'm going to talk you through five basic, basic stretches to do every day. But first, I want to underscore with this. It does not matter what you do. We don't have to tell kids how to stretch or move or be in their body. To children, it's not exercise. It's not a chore. Kids stretch, jump, bounce. They get on the carpet and roll around. In short, they play. This is your permission to be playful, to experience your body. When was the last time you laid out on the carpet and 
felt the feel of the carpet fibers on your back. And if you're worried about time, try some reverse psychology. Instead of saying, oh, I have to exercise for 30 minutes, set a timer for three minutes. And when the timer rings, you're done. I love my purple cube timer. Also, every smartphone has a stopwatch. So here we go. Five basic stretches to do every day and to remember them. Think head, shoulders, knees, and toes, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I know that's only four, but I'm pretty confident you can remember five on your own. All right, number one, head. Stand, get on your feet, put feet on the floor and stand in what yoga calls mountain pose. This is your posture pose. You're going to stand with your feet a little bit apart, almost shoulder width apart. You stand straight up and breathe. Stretch your lungs, take a big breath in and lift your head, raise your head like you have an angel string pulling your head up to the sky and just feel the space, the elongation of your body. Raise your shoulders to your ears and roll them back. If this is all you do for the day, this is fantastic. Number two, shoulders. Roll those shoulders backwards, roll and roll. Feels so good and then roll them forward. Now, if you want to, you can add your arms and roll those airplane arms, roll them to the back and then roll them to the front and stretch out your shoulders. We're going to stop as simple as that. Number three, knees. Now thinking about knees, bend forward. We're not gonna touch our toes. Bend forward and put your hands on your knees and straighten out your back. So with your hands down on your knees, it's like you're touching your toes, but you're not going all the way to your toes. Your hands are just on your knees and then pushing, using your knees as a foundation, straighten out that back, straighten out that spine and get a good elongation. When you stretch out the spine, it releases the kinks in your spinal nervous system. And so all of the communication in your body flows better. Okay, number four, toes. Now you're gonna go from your knees down to touch your toes. Doesn't matter if you get all the way there or not. Ragdoll it, let your spine relax, let your head hang heavy, be that Raggedy Ann and Andy doll. Bend down, touch your toes, a basic exercise. Number five, we're doing back. Number five, remember spine and back. So think about going to your hands and knees here. Get on your hands and knees. Your body looks like a table, like a coffee table, and you're gonna do some cat-cow. So the cat pose is when you arch your spine up and you look like a cat on a fence at night with your back arched. Then you're going to let your spine cave in so that you're concave and that's the cow pose and you look like the old cow in the field with the sunken back. Oh my goodness, if this is the only stretch you do in the morning, do this, cat-cow, get on your hands and knees, arch your back and then let your back sink in and arch your back up and let your back sink in. Feels so good, get the spine moving. From here, my favorite of all time pose. In yoga, it's called the child pose. So while you're on your hands and knees, you just let your bottom sink back over your feet. And you can just feel how that stretches out your spinal column. 
child's pose. I'm sure you could look up on YouTube someone doing this. Then if you really want to, bonus here is to roll over onto your back, hug your knees up to your chin, and just roll. Just massage that spine, rock back and forth, roll left to right, let those legs go back straight again, pick them back up, pull them up to your chest. With your bent knees, let the knees fall to your left side, but keep your back on the ground and feel that twist that stretch and twist for your spine, that is so good. Anytime you can do a twist in a stretch, that's going to really activate your digestive system and help release all of the gunk in your body. Then take those legs, drop them to the right side, keep your back on the ground and feel that stretch. And then voila, hop up, take your shower, pray. (laughs) Maybe you've been praying while you've been stretching. Maybe you've been expressing gratitude while you've been stretching. While you stretch is an amazing time to just be you and your body. It's a great time to say thank you, body, for all that you do. Thank you, legs, for carrying me through my day. Thank you, feet, for connecting me to the earth. Thank you, lungs, for taking in breath and talk with your body. It's your closest relationship. Let your body know that you appreciate it. Every cell in our body has intelligence. The human body is miraculous and you are able to communicate to your body. Our body knows how to heal itself. It knows how to function and it does better when it has positive support from the intelligence, from the spirit that inhabits it. So kind of crazy on a podcast to talk through doing stretching, but I just want you to get back, just get your minds open to the idea of how simple it is to move every morning. Every morning, cats and dogs do it. They get up, they stretch. They don't just run into their day. When we get off the pillow, our necks are all kinked and our backs are kinked from the way that we slept and all of the stress of the day before. Of course, let's take some time to stretch and open and be in our body. Bonus here, at the end of your stretching, do jumping jacks. Good old fashioned jumping jacks. Get the adrenaline going, especially in the winter months when it just is so hard to get out of the warm bed. You don't want to go out to the gray, gloomy sky. Get the adrenaline going and your energy going, and it cleans out the lymph nodes. So jump on your bed, do jumping jacks. I jump on my mini trampoline. Get the adrenaline going. It's so good. Get that body moving. One very, very important thing. This time for you This stretching time is not about judging your body. It is not a time to be critical of the belly or the bum or the jiggle on your legs or how you can't even see your toes, let alone touch them. It's not about any of that. This is about you. The fact that you have a body. The fact that you can take a breath. It doesn't matter what your range of motion is All that matters is that you experience your range of motion. Move your body. 
Now, it might be that right now listening to this, you're thinking, I have not moved my body in so many years. It's not even worth trying. It's like too late to get started. Oh no, it is never too late to stretch. It's just time for you. It's just time for you. It's not about losing weight. It's not about making your body look a certain way. It's not about weight training or getting more flexible, though you will get more flexible, but it's not about that. It's really about communication. It's about movement. It's about talking with your body. It's about getting communication to flow better through your body. And always, always better if that communication is positive. So what do you do every day? You stretch. And that stretch time is your time. It is a negative thought-free zone. It is a judgment-free zone. In that period of time, your body is perfect, awesome, spectacular, and you get that time for you to experience and be in your body. And you're going to start doing it right away and do it every day from now on because it feels so good. There are so many things we feel like we have to do in life and stretching is one of those things that we get to do. It feels so good. I am thrilled for you to have this stretching time. I can hardly wait. I'm so excited for the next moment that you get to take tomorrow morning, whenever it is that you get to take time to stretch and feel so good. Our life is a journey of stretching and growth and our body is our traveling companion and it wants to stretch and grow with us. So what do you think? Has today's episode given you a new perspective about your body? A new perspective about moving your body? I hope so because you are awesome and your body is awesome. I want you to experience an amazing life in your body. Thank you for joining me. This is Malia Warner. I will meet you back here next week for another great episode of The Power Podcast. See you then. Bye-bye.